Time parameters. Nine minutes. Hello and welcome to the DS9 Minute, the green shirt minicast where we discuss an episode of Deep Space Nine in less time than it takes to prepare a Modella aperitif. The only two people on this podcast unaffected by watching DS9 are myself, Cameron Harrison, and Rob Campbell. Hi, well, uh, yeah, I forgot what yes. Sorry, I wasn't paying attention to your intro. <laughs> <laughs> and those doomed to reenact the events of DS9 over and over and over again, Miss Bobby Blue. Yeah, you can't trust that, Rob. He really never listens. We should really get him off of this uh, podcast, I think. Uh, I'm the Dax of this one. (laughs) What's happening? You were supposed to be Bashir, but you gave me a Dax response. And John T. Bolts. Cam, is your door locked? Are you safe? Are you in a safe place where I can make sure that nobody's conspiring against you? Uh, Well, yes, Producer John, I am just over here uh, fixing my clock because we watched Dramatis Personae, and it's time to start it. All right. Here we go. Go. I love that slow gotcha turnaround by Quark. Perfection and evil, the joy in his face. However, it always seems like between Odo and Quark, Odo always wins. He always wins the tip for tatting game. Uh, weapons grade Dolomite. Have we heard about Dolomite before? And have we joked about Dolomite and the fact that it's a black PlayStation movie? Have we done that? I don't. Think I don't remember. So. Yeah, I think this okay, is. Well, stop saying. Stop saying Dolomite show. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, yes, the classic A plot. Arms dealers want to dock. B plot. The kids went on a field trip. C plot. Mysterious <laughs> Klingon ship explosion. Uh, this this episode is all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> uh well, to piggyback off Bobby's, ah, uh, the '90s, back when law enforcement abusing their powers was considered charming and resourceful. <laughs> yeah. I love how easy it is to stir up the pot and play games with people. It's like a rumor in the boys' locker room. Throw in a bit of doubt, a bit of secrecy, and just watch the social systems and loyalties collapse like a rumor (laughs) ruins an eighth-grade Sadie Hawkins dance. (laughs) Mm, Damn. Uh, I'll say this. I think, uh, based on that, I think they probably should call this the scuttlebutt disease. (laughs) The whole disease based on people... Talking shit about each other behind their backs. Uh, The cast must have loved getting the script for this, served on a platter with a huge helping of scenery for them to chew on. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They they must have loved filming this episode. Well, apparently Cisco, uh, you know, last episode, he was just rolling on edibles the whole time. Apparently he switched that up to a space (laughs) meth for this one. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Probably because Dax got into the edible supply. Space meth. Oh, God. Space meth. Um. (laughs) Okay, I'm just curious, uh, which meanie do you like best? Do you like Bashir's meanie, Kira's meanie? Do you like Cisco mm. meth, Cisco doubt? Which one you like the best? O'Brien was the most convincing. Kira was the most fun to watch. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I thought you were talking about Cole meanie. <laughs> <laughs> I, when the Klingon beamed aboard, I was like hoping that it would be one that we recognized, like the Duras sisters mm. or something. Like, oh, and then it got me thinking that it would be after Loxana's visit last week. It would be funny if this every episode was about another Star Trek character. <laughs> Coming to visit like uh-huh. a love boat in space. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Piggybacking off Bobby, this starts a long, wonderful tradition of Kira being super flirty when she's trying to be like evil and conspirational. <laughs> like we get to keep seeing this side of Kira and it's wonderful. Oh, yeah. That yeah. was a very interesting scene. Yeah. Well, you know what they say put the shoe on the right foot first, but put the left <laughs> foot first into the bathtub, says Dax, to which Kira responds, I understand. <laughs> I don't. I don't. No, you don't want to get your right shoe wet, you know? Um, so many edibles. 
Uh, I think it's interesting they did two telepathic episodes back to back. Very, very mm-hmm. different episodes. You got Luxwana, mm-hmm. who uh, is just an empath who's super attracted to Odo. And then in this episode, you have the empath entity that just gives up on pursuing Odo pretty much immediately. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Cameron, you'll be happy to know that the reason I wasn't paying attention to your intro is because I was looking up that phrase. And according to, and all the, all the things on Google about it are about this show and her mentioning this weird thing. Okay. But what she's refer- one since one person says she's referring to two old superstitions. Uh, the first half of the line refers to the belief that it's unlucky to put your left shoe on before the right, huh. and the second half uh, refers to an ancient belief that the left side is somehow less virtuous than the right side, and bathing is seen as somewhat base and mundane and unclean. So it was preferable to step in the bath with your left foot rather than the right foot. Oh wow! Right. All right, we learned something. Yeah, Damn. the left is the sinister side. The sinister means left. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, I would think with Quark's complaints about the hollow suites and all the damage, like they should be more modular considering how much <laughs> alien cum is just all over those things. <laughs> like you would think they'd be able to pop out parts and put in new ones pretty quick. Uh, I, I love the opening where Kira goes, well, I could go get you some evidence for the arms dealing. And Cisco responds, no, Kira, I have a better idea. Why don't you go get me evidence that they're arms dealing? Then yeah. I'll do something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was a little having a little trouble tracking that conversation. Mm-hmm. Not to jump way ahead, but I really don't like the airlock scene. You're holding on to yeah. cargo containers. That is like such weak sauce airlock. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hold on to cargo containers that are moving. Horrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. The one with Jordy and Crusher was much better. Yeah. Well, I'll ask. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll jump ahead then as well and say what well, I wasn't paying close attention. What's a telepathic matrix and how can one shoot one out of an airlock? I don't understand that. Uh, how badass is O'Brien? He doesn't scheme for power. He schemes for loyalty. He got to yeah. keep his clock making commander safe. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I'll also jump to the end. Were they the only five who were mind controlled? What about the guy who tried to assassinate Cisco? Is that guy just like that's him? Yeah. Did yeah. they have to bring other people to the, the cargo bay later? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. It, it was wrapped up a little fast. Yeah. That's strange. Uh, I didn't think about that. Uh, why did they choose? To, why is Dax so ditzy? Why is that reaction for Dax? I don't get it. Ah, uh, that's one of my questions. What's up with Dax's symptoms? Why is she sundowning instead of Picard? And like, <laughs> her symptoms are to be seem stoned and to always reminisce about like, and be and to be interrupted while trying to reminisce. I'm going to say it makes sense to me because she's got eight other personalities in her symbiote and they're probably mm. all being affected. So it's probably just mm. a, a mess in her right now. That's interesting. Uh, mm. I think once again, instead of sending the kids away, I guess I was just to say they're not in this story. Uh, oh. It would have been super fun to have the Noj Consortium like scheming to do yes. self stealing stem bolt things for a power play. <laughs> mm. I was kind of missing that too. Yeah. yeah, I think the reason for the Dax thing is it, it feels like there's a whole lot of backstory about this original race here, and that these are like the actual uh, personalities. So like there was someone who th- did that, and there was someone who was kind of playing both sides, like Julian. And so I I I, I like that. I like that you can kind of. There's little there's hints at what really went down. Yeah. Very end of the, the episode. Is there ever an attempted mutiny? Isn't just an all mutiny, even if it's a failed mutiny? Mm, Sorry, yeah. be a stickler on it. <laughs> no, that's a good call. Attempted mutiny. What the hell? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll just say this. This is uh, this episode. Uh, let's see. I bet in the. Well, hmm, let me try again. It's a space January 6th. All right. <laughs> and as part of that space January 6th, Miles O'Brien, more like Miles O'Backhand. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> he hits yeah, Dax nice. hard. I yeah. laughed so hard in that scene. <laughs> 
Uh, well, I laughed uh, so hard at the scene where we find out that the computer program Odo One actually just causes everyone to O face. Uh, <laughs> right. It was pretty intense in that airlock. <laughs> for not having like as many things as we had for the other one, you guys are crushing it on humor on this one. Um, uh, I have one left, and I just think it's really fun to like have Bashir kind of get his creepy evil version on. But it's hard to tell at first when he starts. You're like, is he just being Bashir sarcastic? Kind of. <laughs> and mm-hmm. then I just thought that was really well acted in, in, in that scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm also running low on things to say, but I will say, what is up with the clock? Do we ever figure out why Cisco is building a clock? And <laughs> again, another. It's unhinged, but like, well, what the yeah. hell is happening there? We don't. We don't figure out why, but we see it a lot. Like they keep it around. Mm. He's like, I uh, built oh. this, so I guess it's in my office now. In fact, an action oh, figure of his came with a little clock at uh. one point. Uh, <laughs> I will say the way that Oda used Bashir's confidence to get him to solve the problem. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Like. That is mm. good writing right there. They could have gone with something a lot dumber and it's like, no, this makes sense. I really like that scene. I really like the pairing of Odo and mind controlled Bashir yes. solving this. It was like Sherlock and Watson. Like yeah. Watson had been telepathically. No, you're not controlled. Yeah. You and I are the only ones who are saying <laughs> so good. <laughs> that line yeah. like made me love Odo even more. Yep. Yeah, this episode and the one before the Forsaken, I mean, two big Odo episodes. I mean, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why he's so important. Yeah. Well, and I'm realizing, uh, unless Rob has one. Oh, just the Dolomites, my name, motherfuckers, what's up? Uh, Dolomite, you know business, born and secure, jock-jawed, jock-jawed motherfuckers. Um, Odo's, Odo mystery question, he can be knocked unconscious and keep his form, apparently. Oh. Yeah, That was oh, yeah. a cool scene where yeah. he went crazy. Oh, right. uh, I, I'm realizing Odo is the Vulcan slash data stand-in of the series, between like not understanding human relationships and then like not being affected by anomalies that affect the rest of the crew. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Not bad. Not uh, bad. So just fine. It's a fork and a, cork and a neck brace. I mean, yeah. <laughs> the world needed it. <laughs> yeah. um, there it is. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This was one of those episodes where it started. And I didn't think I was going to like it. And then by the end, I was like, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. I enjoyed that like, episode. I can't, I can't, looked at any part of that episode and be like, oh, nobody had fun making this. Like, they all loved making this episode. Yeah. It's like, sweet. Be as big as you want. Go for it. Yeah. Well, and that's the whole time I was like, wait, so are, is it like their inner true desires coming out or is it the opposite of their inner desires? And that's why I kind of like, like, oh, no, they're all different individuals in this kind of play, this dramatis persona. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, wait, are, aren't mm. the kids not there because Keiko has them down on some, like, base yeah. moon or something? I, yeah, they mentioned that in the, in the cold open. I think it is just to be like, the kids aren't in danger, don't worry, yeah. in this uh, whole episode. They yeah. would have taken over Lord of the Flies style. And- I mean, j- like, how fun would it have been to see Jake, like, trying to backstab his father, you know, yeah. be, like, rise to power? <laughs> oh, you're a teenager. You're 13. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we've still got a few more DS9s to get through till the end of this season. So next week, we'll be returning with duets. Oh, man. I cannot wait to talk oh, about really? you. Oh, really? I've it's... been so impressed with the last few episodes. Do you, I mean, like... I, I keep waiting for, like, a terrible... Another terrible I one. I think there's well, only been, like, two you're or three I've kind of been met because, on. Yeah. Like, duet so is, like, top ten DS9 episodes. Oh, wow. Like, yeah, we're we're about to... You'll be, you're, You'll see, like, wow. TNG did not have this in season one at all. Uh, Yeah. Looking forward to it. All right. All right. Take care, everybody. Hold on to something.
That's right. Yeah, hold I'm on to something over. I'm, ta- <laughs> I'm taking over the podcast. <laughs> Mine now. I'm the captain now. 